Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 8th chapter. When a great crowd was gathering and people from town after town came to Jesus, he said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil, and grew up and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God, the one along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil, he comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who... When they hear the word, receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of testing, fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and the riches and the pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. A farmer without seed is like a rowing boat without oars. A farmer without seed is like a pitcher without a baseball. A farmer without a seed is like a photographer without a camera. A farmer without seed is like St. Paul's Lutheran Church without the Word of God. Dear friends, in the church, the Word of God, also known as the Bible, must be of first importance. For without the word, you and I are nothing. As we heard in our gospel reading from Luke, just as the soil without a seed cannot grow anything, without the word, you and I cannot have faith. Just as the farmer without seed cannot plant anything, without the word of God, St. Paul's Lutheran Church is useless. 
In fact, it has been said before that a group of people who are untested by the word of God and only exist to huddle together into small little groups can be demonic at best. Yes, demonic at best. Now, I think it is fairly easy to hear that the word of God matters for you and for me and for this church. For without the word, your life and this church would be hell, the realm of Satan. Consider the following comments from a Presbyterian named Donald Barnhouse. Some 50 years ago on CBS radio, he asked this question, he posed this question, what would a city and a church be like and look like if taken over by Satan? He answered this question saying this, well, all the bars would be closed, pornography would be banished, and the streets, they would be pristine with tidy little pedestrians who smiled at each other. There would be no swearing. The children would say, yes, ma'am, and no, sir. And the church, the church, the church would be full every single Sunday where Christ is not preached in the word. As you can see, the word of God matters. Even if everything else is fine and dandy as they say, if you do not have the word, you have nothing. Indeed, where you find the word, you find forgiveness, you find life, you find salvation. And where the word is diminished or gone, you find the devil and you find him dancing with joy. But why does the word matter so much? Indeed, why does this word, this word of God, matter so much? The answer is because through the word of God, Christ is put into your ears and your hearts. You see, the word of God is not on the same level or on the same plane as other words. God's word is different from the tabloids. His word is different than self-help books. His word is different than motivational speeches. It is like this, my friends. The word of God is inspired. The Holy Spirit gives strength and he gives power and ability through the word. Literally, the God of the universe speaks to you in the word. And that is why the word is so important. That is why the devil seeks to remove that word of God from you and from the church. Unfortunately, the word is diminished and undercut and eliminated from Christians and churches like you and me every single week in America. For example, there is a temptation for us Christians to try and make the word of God less offensive to the modern sensitive ear. We either are worried about what our neighbor might think of us as Christians or we want to make sure that we don't stir up conflict with those around us. So instead of speaking the word of God, well, we substitute other language for it. Instead of the Bible speaking and going forth, the talk of psychology, the speech of sociology, economics, or good old American consumerism with a little bit of politics sprinkled within, come out as if they are the word of God. That is to say, biblical words and biblical messages are exchanged for non-biblical words and non-biblical messages 
in the attempt to reach out to non-Christians, or out of fear of what others might think of us, we do not merely translate the word, but we exchange it for something altogether different. And thus, we lose the word. Second, there's a temptation for us Christians to become wrapped up in our thoughts and our opinions and our own foolishness. You see, when presented the word of God, you and I, we can easily, we can easily stubbornly cling to our own views, resulting in us despising that word of God. It looks like this, my friends. We're confronted by the word, and instead of repenting and faithing in that word that is given to us, well, we convince ourselves that God is speaking something different to us in our inner heart over here. And so instead of listening to the word, we listen to our feelings, we listen to our emotions and our thoughts, pretending that these are a message from God himself. What results is that we become like a child playing cat and mouse On the one hand, we loudly affirm our so-called inner feelings as if they are from God himself while simultaneously avoiding God's written word and those who speak it. Lord, have mercy on us. Third, there's another tragic epidemic where doctrine is ridiculed. It sounds like this. Do not talk to me about dead and dusty doctrine. You must get your head out of that dogma and that doctrine and focus on living the Christian life. Yes, do not get bogged down with all that studying of the Bible, all that Bible book knowledge, but get busy living that genuine Christian life. Dear friends, this is exactly like saying to the farmer, Why do you fuss and worry so much about good seed? You shouldn't worry about all that seed stuff as a farmer. Just worry about the crop. What foolishness this is. You cannot have a crop without good seed, just as you cannot have faithful Christians without the pure word of God. Dear baptized saints, the word of God matters It matters because you do not learn in your hearts and you do not learn in your feelings about the forgiveness of sins accomplished in Christ Jesus. You do not learn about the forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ from the things that are not of the word. And you do not learn and you do not receive Christ's forgiveness of your sins by the actions and your doings. Without the word, the church is throwing air in the wind. Without the gospel seed, soil, that is mankind, can produce nothing. Without the word, we uphold the tyranny of Satan and we despise the Lord God. This is why the word matters. This is why it matters for St. Paul's Lutheran Church. This is why the word matters for you. You see, as blood-bought, baptized saints, you need the word. Yes, you, as Christians, are captive to the word of God, for you know that the word is in a class all by itself. The Holy Spirit, through the word of God, comes to you, each and every one of you, and delivers you from death unto life. The Holy Spirit, through the word of the gospel, has enlightened you by giving you faith, faith that receives and clings to Jesus and his gifts. Indeed, 
The word is not dead to you as Christians, but alive. Through the word and the word alone, the Holy Spirit reveals to you your sin and grants you repentance. Through the word and the word alone, the Holy Spirit distributes and presents and offers and gives you that forgiveness that Jesus won on the cross. All is gift. There's more too. Only the word can grant you sure confidence. What an incredible gift that you have in the word of God. You see, without the word, you are left digging around inside of your emotions and your feelings and your thoughts, looking through that ego to try to find something to hold on to for truth and assurance, always searching, never, never finding, but not with the word. With the word, you have Jesus, and with Jesus, you have truth, and with truth, you have assurance. Your sins are forgiven. God be praised. And as a church, without the word, St. Paul's Lutheran Church is susceptible to the crazy ideas of the world that go as fast as they come. But with the word, St. Paul's Lutheran Church is set upon a rock, the true abiding rock on which the church can rest with certainty. In closing, we hear from Martin Luther on this subject. In 1522, Luther preached and shared this. He says, quote, In short, I will preach the word, I will teach the word, I will write the word, but I will constrain no one by force, for faith must come freely without compulsion. Take myself as an example. I opposed indulgences and all the papists, but never with force. I simply taught, I simply preached, and I wrote God's word. Otherwise, I did nothing. And while I slept or drank Wittenberg beer with my friends Philip and Amsdorf, the word so greatly weakened the papacy that no prince or emperor ever inflicted such losses upon it. I did nothing. The word did everything. End quote. Indeed, my friends, the word does everything for you. It is living and powerful to conceive new life in you, you who hear it. So hear the word of God today. Hear the word of God for you this day yet again. Christ Jesus, he came for you. He died for you. He rose for you to be your justification. In him, you have forgiveness. In him, you have life. In him, you have salvation. Now and forevermore. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormattrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.